This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ready to start the show? I'm ready if you're ready. You ready to watch the show? Um, this is Geekscape episode 66. Um, after a one-week hiatus where we still gave you guys a special episode, uh, we're back on the Geekscape couch in the Geekscape studio with a Geekscape favorite. This is Ian Kerner, folks. Um, you're, as voted by, on by you, a uh, favorite Geekscape guest. And uh, today we're going to be giving you guys an hour of movie news and reviews, followed up by comic books and video games, which... Ian's all about the comics, so I'm all about the comics. How have you been since we haven't seen you in the new year? How's your 08? My 08's been pretty decent, you know. So far, so good. Uh, Writer strike kind of sucked, but uh, they're back to work. So you work in um, in post, and, and you know, what, what are some of the shows that you uh, manage the post development from? Like, what do you do? You you, you bring in a show. Mm-hmm. You do what? Do you guys do the editing. Well, we do the online editing, color correction, processing film, telecine. I know people are snoozing right now, but what are some of the shows? Uh, Pushing Daisies. And there you go. That show has some of the most amazing posts on TV. Did, yeah. You know, it got nominated, didn't it? Uh, well, it's got nominated for lots of awards. No, yeah. no and, uh, what is it won? Um, Barry Sonnenfeld won for directing. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike Weaver did not win for uh, direct photography, but I think He's he should have. He was amazing. Um, well, uh, Barry won the um, uh, the DGA award. Is he buried to you? Um, yeah, kind of. I mean, I don't really deal with him that much. I usually mm-hmm. deal with you know some of the other people. Uh, I met Brian Fuller and had dinner with him the other night. Yeah, how? Where would the Geekscapers know Brian Fuller from? Um, well, he created uh, Dead Like Me, Wonderfalls, obviously Pushing Daisies, and then the big thing that they'd know him from is the first season of Heroes. You, Brian, you remember when it was really good? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know he uh, helped out on that. Yeah, right? I, right. I know that Wonderfalls is like one of those really good. Wonderfalls like, is awesome. You know, the DVD has that. Um, what is it? The, 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 um, the uh, viewfinder. Yeah, the viewfinder. And it's great. Yeah, it, it, I remember um, when I was a like a PA at Fox. Wonderfalls had just gotten canned. Yeah, well, they aired four and times. Just being like, you got to watch the DVD. I mean, like thirteen episodes together. It's fucking awesome. It's so awesome. 
It happens. Yeah, and you like totally fall in love with Caroline Dabernage. Awesome. But now we have Pushing Daisies. And you had dinner? Well, after the Paley Center Fest, I was there with the co-producer, and we went out to dinner and drinks with like, the cast and the producers, and it was cool. So they actually had like a Pushing Daisies night with the pa- Yes. Okay. Yes. So we're going to... Chuck? Did you talk to Chuck at all? Uh, yes, I did. How is she? Anna, she's awesome. The, the English accent is so strong, it's oh. really great. Oh. She, she's so adorable. She's so she's hot. How tall is she? She's about... I want to say about five five. I mean, she's wearing heels, killer legs. I mean, she's just gorgeous. Does she have a boyfriend or, go, or a friend? I, I think boyfriend. Yeah, uh-huh. she seemed to be very friendly. But, but with she's clean on the ring. Yeah, no ring. Okay. Did she no sneak ring. in the boyfriend bombs? Just like you're having a regular conversation. With you, you know, I, I didn't spend a lot of time with her. I was you know, really down sitting in with the producers. You know, and uh, that's what you got to do. That's what you got to do. You got yeah. you got to you got to yeah. like deflect the pussy bullets and just be like, yeah. you know, <laughs> well, well, no. To be perfectly honest, I, I figured that you know if I spend too much time with her, I'd start drooling. And it's my right. client. And, no, you know, yeah, you got to look professional. You know, yeah, I got to look professional. But I mean, honestly, talk about the Paley Fest and the part of me, the unbelievably great women a that lot, were at this a, thing. A lot of our Wisconsin viewers don't know what the Paley Festival is. So, there used to be um, the Museum of Broadcasting, right. which was founded by William Paley, who like founded CBS. Okay. And um, this last year, they renamed it the Paley Center uh, for Media. Oh, so, okay. That's the museum that's like in Beverly Hills. Exactly. You can exactly. go there and for free put on headphones and watch a TV like show anything. That, yeah, that never aired. Like, uh, what's the name of that Jack Black Owen Wilson comedy where Owen Wilson's the voice? Oh, of I know which one you mean. I it's, never did um, see that. Like, uh, I have a friend who would just go and like find stuff like that that never aired and just like be like, oh, every episode of Drive, which I guess Hulu now, you know, is putting shit, you know, like that out of date. But it's a pretty yeah. cool, cool idea yeah. to you know have a museum where you can watch everything. So essentially, every year in the spring, they for years, 25 years now, they've done this program where they get, you know, they have a show, you know, and like all the actors and probably writer, creator, something like that, will be producers will be up on stage and they'll talk about. It. And actually, if you go to PaleyCenter.org, um, I think that uh, portions, if not all, of the Battlestar Galactica one that was last year is up on the website and can be watched. Yeah, I um, went to the Supernatural one last year. Yeah, it was fun. I mean, it's just neat. I hadn't seen the show before. I, they yeah, I was going to say, I didn't watched. think you watched that. No, no, no. It's uh, really good. My, my friend Nicole it. Walker, who listens, uh, was in town staying with me, and we ended up. she ended up having a ticket. I went with her. They show an episode, and then they just end up talking, like, you know, a little bit of a, of a, of a like, a, a hosted Q&A, mm. and then they open it up. And it's just insightful to listen to these people it, talk about the process of making, like, your favorite shows. You know, it's interesting you say that. Even if you're not a fan of a show, it's just a great thing to go to. But yeah, a, as a fan... Yeah, never seen Supernatural. Yeah, I mean, I went to, like, everything this week. So, um, so far this week, I've been, I went to Pushing Daisies. I went to the Comedy World of Judd Apatow. Mm-hmm. I know you want to hear about that. I do. I went to Chuck. I went to Friday Night Lights. And I went to the Buffy the Vampire Slayer reunion. Oh. Which was the first one That's to sell right, out. That's right, Gilmore. That was, like, yeah, the Yeah, it sold out in, like, minutes. It was insane. Yeah, insane. But I mean, the others sold out too. It's these have been packed. Yeah, they always. And, sell well, anyway, the big deal is this year they moved it to be able to fit more people. They moved it from the, the Paley Center. It's actually no, it's over at at uh, Cinerama Dome. Wow. Well, yeah. yeah. When I went to, when I went last year, it was at the DGA. Oh, it was at the DGA last year. Yeah. So um, the domes, you know, practically that's pretty big. People. The DGA fits a lot of people. Just say, uh, could we uh, reposition? Hire? You yeah, want to hire? a T-shirt. Okay. Okay. It's because your muscles. Yeah, man. How's it's that? Just your pecs are on control. What are you we doing? We don't need so much of the gay stuff. 
What are you doing to stay in shape? What is the, where are all these muscles come from? Yeah, you didn't always have muscles. Yeah. Guys, doesn't he look buffer? Mm. It could uh, just be the go. fact that he's Turn sitting next to me. What, what, what have you been doing to work uh, out? This is, this, this, is me. this is not gay porn. There are gay listeners out there writing uh, and, slash and, pictures and, around and, me. Excuse me. And it's pants down. Listen, not that there's anything wrong with it. I have to let our audience know on the Geekscape forums, Gilmore actually got his first written uh, gay slash fiction written about how, what a date with Gilmore would be, and um, for those it would involve Gilmore on his out, knees a lot. It was erotic if you were gay. It, yeah. it, it is. What I don't understand is you, you, you said you said it was fiction. Oh, <laughs> there you go. It didn't sound like fiction. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what are you doing to get so buff? Um, well, I, I lift weights and I started doing Krav Maga a few months ago. Wow. Nice. Now, now, what makes you want to kill a man by punching through his skull? <laughs> what led you to Krav Maga? Was somebody picking on you? Cra- no, Krav Maga is not about necessarily being aggressive. Honestly, I go, I, you know, you hit in the are class on that. Palestinians at work that are giving you problems? No, no, it's nothing like that. Um, honestly, I, I feel really serene from it, you know, because I get, I get all my fight out in the class. Mm-hmm. But... Now they start taking it. I mean, listen, I'm still low in the thing. I'll be testing soon for the next. Is level, it from reading like like you you know this new story this storyline they've been doing in Immortal Iron Fist where they have the seven so the awesome. seven kingdoms. Did you read this? I really don't. I, I haven't yet, but I picked. Oh, it up. dude, the last Ian, fucking Ian, line. Can I tell I you about uh, Iron you. Fist? I don't know. I I kind of don't know what the fuck is going on all the time because the way that this dude draws, I think everybody looks the same. And like really? when they, when they had like seven different Iron Fists. I thought Orson Rand, Danny Rand, Randall this, Randall that. They all sound, they all sounded and looked like the same guy. Well, look. First of all, Wendell Rand is Danny's father, so definitely looks like I, him. I got that. And Orson's a much bigger guy, right? You know, I don't really think I don't he was a little tougher. That. But oh, well, he's bigger and he's so he's like. I just don't know what the fuck's messy. going on in this, but I got to tell you, um, is that what led you to Krav Maga reading Iron Fist? No, no. To, I, I've been like, interested in Krav Maga for like 10 years. Okay. Why? It wasn't Iron Fist that made um, you want to harness it, it, the it, it, fire it, it, Fist? No, it wasn't Iron Fist. Okay. Um, you know, I first started hearing about it. It's a martial art that we know was developed. It well, you know what it is, we but you're asking about it. Oh, okay. Yeah, we have so. listeners who do it sometimes. Okay. But uh, looking good, looking good. Thanks, um, thanks. I got the Jonathan London Seal approval. I think it's good. Life goes on. I think it's good. So uh, the Paley Festival, you went to these nights. You called me Monday night and asked if I could. You had an extra ticket to Jet Avatar, but I couldn't go. Which really sucked for you. I know. Should, I, know. I, should I talk about that one, or should we talk, should I stand pushing daisies first? Stand pushing daisies. Pushing that, daisies. We're all over the map. It was awesome. First of all, Sean McBride is fucking hysterical. I mean, the guy just you know because it starts out and you have a bunch of people that come for theater on that show. You know, Lee Pace, Anna Friel. And they're talking about how, oh, what made you decide to go into TV and thinking about, all right, can they really take the time and do that? And Sean McBride's so-called bullshit. He's like, oh, excuse me, I didn't really know if I wanted to do TV right now. You know, Mr. Yeah, I had a mortgage to pay. I was like, hmm, you know, my kid can either go to DeVry or right. I can go to college, you know? Right. <laughs> it, was, it was really funny. Um, I mean, so hot, you know. You got, I mean, Ellen Green is like, crazy in a good way you know she's like so sweet and wonderful and uh, Kristen Chenoweth actually got her to sing a little bit I mean it was just it's amazing that, that cast is just so much fun so funny what was the best and, night what about the Buffy night like that's everybody who watches Buffy of course is amazing um, Joss Whedon uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar Nicholas Brendan uh, Amber Benson James Marsters um, um, who else uh, Amber Benson mm-hmm. uh, Michelle Trachtenberg Charisma Carpenter Damn. Uh, David Greenwald and Josh Whedon. 
So kind I mean, of a cool panel. But what'd you bring away from from that panel? Like, well, what they did on that one is they opened up with they showed once more with feeling again. Mm -hmm. The musical, and the musical one. Yes. Yeah, so, so the audience watched it on the big fucking screen mm -hmm. with a thousand fans. Were they all going singing nuts. along? I, not sing. It wasn't exactly Rocky Horror, but you know, it's kind of interesting. You get that that gestalt of uh, why? What, what's the reaction to Rocky Horror? What I like is when when Gilmore wants to keep something secret that. Uh, there, there are many times on the show when we touch on a subject. I mean, you're not going to surprise me if you tell me that Gilmore is a virgin. No, in Gilmore's personal life, we t I touch on a subject. Have you been to these things? And Gilmore goes like this. Have I been off to these camera, things? Off camera, off camera, you go like this. You go, you go. Gilmore's like, a virgin. How, how can I not talk ready, about that? Because you're always ready to, to, to say everything and anything about my personal life. What's wrong? You're, da you're dating some chick who goes to these things. That's true. Well, performs in these things. She and you're a virgin. Them. Like... I'm, no, I'm not going to make fun uh, of how gay that is. In, uh, in high school, early high school, I remember. Well, that counts. Did you did you ever go to these things? I used to the, go in high school. The midnight movies, really? Yeah, so Rocky you know Horror singalongs. I know the words. I went like thirty times. Okay. Dude, everybody's gay at some moment in their life. I just haven't <laughs> hit my moment yet. So you're still a virgin, right? I, I, I mean, you know you're a little old that, for right? it. What? It, you know why he says that, right? If you're a virgin and you've never been one of these things, they put like this, like uh, v, v on your forehead. In what? Menstrual blood? I wasn't V'd, but I, th I, I think that's a new thing. Dude, I'm not going. Back, I hate to say all of them, but back in the '80s when I went, you're they gonna didn't get, do the V. So, so when you go tonight, but you're you gonna get the rice running. I'm not gonna get V'd because oh, I went. You went eight years ago. So why don't you just? Oh, tell that's right. Why don't I, you, high school film was eight years ago. Yo, why don't, you, why don't you just tell people at these? At the, why don't you tell people these stupid things that that you've already? That, oh, I went to one in wherever I grew up. You and can they lie. don't view because if anybody oh, those fucking goth yeah, fags put a V on my head, I'd beat the shit out of them. <laughs> That's so fucking lame. First of all, the idea that it's goth fags at Rocky Horror, which Rocky Horror predates like goth anything. I mean, right, but it's kind of been enveloped into the whole. I, I'm gonna I shoot that. up my high school goth fag thing. I believe that. But it's a good distinction. Rocky Horror is but, actually but, cool. But, but these kids, these, gaddy, these but. kids didn't sing. At, at John's this, from Texas. At this once well, more people will probably sing along, you know, but not loudly. Okay, you know. So then, like, how was the Q&A? How was the Q&A was great. The funny thing was this. Like, one of the news? comments was, uh, well, here's the thing. So I'm assuming everyone, well, not you, yeah. but everyone read the latest issue of Buffy. Mm -hmm. So the big idea that, oh, my God, you know, but is Buffy gay now? And it was totally, Sarah Michelle Gellar didn't it. know about it until five minutes before. And they totally talked about it. And Joss was like, she's, you know, has a lot of time in her hands. She's, you know, figuring some things out. You know, it, it, was, it was really, really funny. How, and Sarah Michelle Gellar took it well? Yeah, she was cool with Having it. Her, she was cool with it. Um, She's not a homophobe. You, I mean, but you, no, dude, if no. you were a TV actor and your character went on to live in other mediums, you would think that you'd catch up with it. Well, well, yeah, yeah I mean, to some extent, you know. Nobody's going to think about her other than Buffy. Well, no I've point. heard that Tom Lank, like when uh -huh. he reads it, he reads his parts out loud. Oh, that's funny. That's great. I really like the Serenity book that came out awesome. last week. Yeah, I mean. Well, actually, I have to say that Buffy, Angel, and Serenity, Joss is involved in all three of them, and every one of those books... When you read them, I mean, you can hear the characters speaking right. words. I are, mean, are you we watch those shows for a while, and it's the actual writers, you know, writing them. Right. So. Are, are you enjoying the um, Runaways that Joss has been doing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but but it's not as good as what... It's not blowing me away right. as much as some of the other stuff, but I, but I like it. I mean, it's yeah. cool, it's a little different. I, I, I have to say I enjoyed the book more when Brian K. Vaughan was writing it. Mm -hmm. But um, but I mean, I'm interested to see this last issue. I'm dying for the last issue of uh, Astonishing. See, you're leading me into comics now. Well, I mean, yeah, you we, know, we, I'm happily talking about comics. The, the, the thing, the thing about Geekscape is when Ian and like people who who are veterans of the show come on, like we can we can be loose 
Because yeah. we can make it yeah, a I mean, conversation. I, I, yeah, I, I, I I'm okay the, with the tangent. I'll go back. Yeah, the but. structure is always there that's good for, like, virgins. It's always good for, like, people on the first V-scape when I take some menstrual juice out of myself and I put it up big vegan on their forehead. And, like, that's good. But with you, it's like, yeah, that's how we talk. I appreciate Jonathan acknowledging how much of a girl he is. Yeah, that's we, how we talk. Hey, could we uh, move that actually to Again? the side? Again? It's like the same problem. It's his pecs. It's like a Damn. cavernous. When you harness that Jew fire fist, and, like, this is the price, is that you can't talk with, like, a good fucking yeah. microphone. It's like we're recording it in a wind tunnel. I hope those Palestinian lives are worth it. But, um, um, Amber Benson, I had a question. I saw the, uh, I saw online, I saw pictures of her and, you know, the Buffy reunion thing. Has she had work done? Like, what? She looks weird. Oh, you know who I forgot to she mention was there also? Yeah, who, she looks at, weird. Wait, I have to say, I think I blocked it out, but Emma Caulfield was also there, and I so fell in love with her during this thing, and towards the end she mentioned being married, that I think I blocked out that she was there, oh. but I have to comment on how unbelievable she was. Oh she God. brings up the Battlestar Galactica as her favorite show. Ugh. I'm, like, ready to just, like, cream my pants. <laughs> oh, wow. She's so hot, and, and that... I have to... Best character on the show, too, right? Oh, loved Anya. Like she told this great story about how in, in at one point um, in the body she gave a little monologue. And at one point, you know, she was at a convention or something and a fan was asking what she was thinking. And she wasn't even thinking. As she, as she put it, she had an Anya moment. She's like, I was thinking I really had a pee. You know? And she realized, like, oh, my God, that was such, like, an Anyaism. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm, Jonathan's not really getting no, it. Jonathan I'm, I'm saying, mm-hmm. the Buffy, but. I'm saying, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you know who Anya is? Anya's like. He has no idea. He's not watching Buffy. Dude, I, I don't watch that Buffy. Oh. Anya's He Anya's needs to watch Buffy and Angel. Okay, you don't right. want to explain Anya to the people? Well, well I'm the only I, guy he, listening to this conversation who doesn't watch Who yeah, hasn't no, watched no, it. I mean, and, the, and here's my answer to you is you either get it or you don't. If you haven't watched Buffy and you don't get it, I'm not going to fucking explain it to you. Watch the fucking show, you fucking moron. Okay? Me explaining with the character is not going to mean a fucking thing. Do, do you and see? And people like, get it, get it. Right. So, you know. So, you, you guys you enjoy go. that story that he just told? That's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> so. But I'm with you on the Amicom. So, that, that's good. So, you had fun. How many more nights is, is left as of uh, the recording? It ends this? next week uh, with Mad Men. But so, so, Pushing Daisies was the second night of it. The first night was an Elvis reunion thing from, from the CBS show. I don't even fucking, I never even fucking heard of this thing. I don't know. So, that's I didn't go to the first people. night. I went to Pushing Daisies. Mm-hmm. Um, then the third night was Judd App, the comedy world of Judd Apatow. So I know, dude. I know. I'm standing in. I'm, I'm standing on set, and you and, and I get this message on my phone, and it's like, Are you still shooting? Because I got an extra ticket. And I'm like, Yeah, I'm still shooting. Yeah. Uh, so Judd Apatow, whom I'm sure everyone knows who he is, but um, you know, well, I didn't actually realize that he had written for the Larry Sanders show. Oh yeah, that he written for the Ben for Stiller like show for like eight years. Oh yeah, he yeah. won an Emmy. He he got nominated for for Emmys for yeah. Ben Stiller. Because I became, I became conscious I was a fan with Freaks and Geeks and Undeclared. No. And then of course he went that on was to in do the forty year old version and knocked yeah. up and and super bad and um, oh dude, they show a clip. Oh, first of all, let me tell he, you well he wrote comedy for for like yeah. stand ups. He yeah. roomed with Ben Stiller for yeah. well well so Gary Shandling comes out first, uh-huh. which is which is hysterical. Then Tom Arnold comes out because apparently when he first moved out here, he wrote for Tom and Roseanne. Tom mm-hmm. Arnold was telling like Roseanne stories that were so fucking funny. I mean, this nightmare that they were at Judd Apatow's grandmother's house mm-hmm. to do something for like a stand up special of Tom's, and and Apatow's grandmother and mother are there. You know, so they're like, oh, Molly, is it okay if we talk about this? And, yeah. I mean, it's so fucking funny. So then, of course, the crew comes out. You know, we got Seth Rogen, uh, Jason, Jason Siegel, Siegel, Jonah Hill, um, 
I mean, Andy Dick came out, uh, Paul Rudd, and uh, Busy Phillips. You are Paul Rudd. Okay, whatever. Okay. Anyway, Jonathan, <laughs> thinks, Jonathan thinks I look like Paul Rudd. Anyway, so Paul Rudd this thing so was cute. so funny. So apparently, you know, they have uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall coming out. Yeah. They show a clip with Jason Segel full frontal. Yeah. And then, of course, the, talk about his penis the rest of the fucking time. Jason Segel, the one who wrote it, right? Yeah. He, yeah, yeah. He, and yeah. he's in How I Met Your Mother. Oh, yeah. hey, Dude, really quick. So I, fucking fun. The guy I work next to, actually, uh, he was at a wine bar uh, at the beginning of this week. and uh, This, is this story right? already was, started out talking, fucking boring. Yeah. He, he was talking... Right, but he was he was talking to the, who goes to like, a wine he, he bar. He came in the he came in the next. Well, I'm about to tell you who. Um, he came in the next day. He's like, oh yeah, I chatted up this chick. She was really pretty and she was really nice. And uh, she was just really sad because uh, her ex. Because there was a guy talking to her and she didn't want. She figured she went there and only gay guys would be there. No, and uh, she wrote uh, because her ex, who's in an, in the entertainment industry, wrote a script about her and it's about to come out and it's like kind of bad and you know. Oh, that's hilarious! So, so she was the real life. She was Kristen the impetus. Bell. And so she and she's like, what? Well, he's like, what's it called? Forgetting Sarah or something like forgetting Sarah Marshall. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He sends me the IMDb of the chick that he was talking to all night, Linda Cardellini. Linda Cardellini? Oh, that's okay. interesting. Well, that makes sense because of Freaks and Geeks. Yeah. But I didn't know they got together. She's gorgeous. I love yeah. Oh, my Cardellini. God. Especially it's with like Velma. You were her up? Dude, Jesus. Love her. She's fucking great. I want to see her and Ellen Page do something together with sisters. Oh, that's no. good. Like a Gilmore Girls movie. <laughs> what would For some reason, a different cast. As long as they don't Whatever. talk, as long as they don't talk I just, like Gilmore I Girls see the, I just or want to Juno. see Linda Cardellini and Ellen Page together and I find use your imagination. <laughs> you know? Really? Ellen Page is just too little boyish. Oh yeah. no, I'm like, into it. You she know, won me it's, over with Betty Pride. Yeah, Ugh. she's just so cute. She, I do feel like a dirty old man. Yeah, no, you know? no, no. She's 21. No. I'm fine. I'm that doesn't make it any better when she takes her clothes you. off and she looks like a boy. I mean, she looks like Gilmore. She's I was gonna say, why are you acting like that bothers you? Yeah, get out of here, you and your zingers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so can Wait, we, Joe, that he, he's been saving that one up. What you and your zingers? Yeah, Get yeah. out of here! So 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 wrap this up. Really wrap this up. Really witty. So um so Judd Apatow panel was great. This just um, plummeting in the ratings as best guest host ever. Chuck. Okay. Chuck was fun. Chuck was great. Ivan Strahovski. Oh yeah, the one with the fucking gnarled teeth. Dude, her teeth are jacked. The girl from Chuck. What is wrong with you? Have you seen her teeth? Have I seen her teeth? What? Are you kidding me? She's hot, but like her teeth. She's hot butt Her teeth Who the fuck Looks is like somebody head? Shook a pack of chiclets And put it in her mouth I don't know what you're talking about I don't Okay Alright Alright Her teeth You know <laughs> Dude, you're fucking You are fun. alone In this world I think she's hot But her teeth I would, The whole time I would just be like this, this, this would be Me and the chick From Chuck's first date Dude you're crazy you're out of your fucking mind. You would think that with the paycheck you're getting on on like national television, you can get your fucking shit worked on. Like backward, like like Dude, put if braces. She's hearing this, I'm gonna say I love her teeth. Are you kidding? His fucking mind. You can get braces if behind your teeth that won't affect your work. Hundred dollars. What's that? Like you can get braces <laughs> behind your teeth that won't like you know hurt your work. There's nothing wrong with the teeth. Watch the show again. Okay. She looks like Trapjaw from He-Man. Dude. Watch the watch the show again. <laughs> You're right. out of your fucking mind. Watch the, You're out of your fucking mind. Watch the show again. Out of your fucking mind. Uh, He-Man. Oh, did, I, did I mention Damon Lindelof moderated that panel? Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Damon Lindelof, you guys know him because he uh, wrote two issues of an Ultimate uh, Wolverine versus Hulk, and then that was that. Um, Dude. <laughs> 
the fucking creator of Lost, and that's where you're gonna fucking go. You're gonna really whine about the fucking ultimate Wolverine vs. Hulk. Yeah, it sucks. The guy's busy writing Lost. He's not finishing the comic. I'm pissed. Brian K. Vaughn's writing Lost, and he's still cranking out books. He cranks out lots of books. I don't get it. I don't see what the problem is. But you know, meanwhile, you know what was cool about Chuck is Zachary Levi actually brought up like, okay, what's the fucking deal on Lost? Like he started asking questions, which is great. Oh, that's, that's funny. funny. He's like, well, you know, he's trying to avoid it. Like, yeah, no, let's talk about Lost. So, cool. so uh, I do like Chuck, and I do think that Chuck's girl's cool. hot. Friday oh. Night Lights, not, you know, not really the genre, but it's actually a good show. No, okay, Hank's the hottest girls ever. Hottest girls no, ever. That was, ever. And they were all there. That was oh. my that, that was my high school Dude, life. Adrian Plicky, so, who was such a fucking superhero, she should be cast in anything that involves her in fucking spandex. Unbelievable. Wow. Dude, seriously. Well, so, excuse me, who's done a bit of genre work because she was in Supernatural and in Smallville. Yeah. But, so hot. Two so shows lots of hot chicks. So you basically went to this festival Did you just and jerk went, off the whole time? Yeah, I was just going to say, you went home and destroyed He's so quick later. with like, your, your jokes take a while to get to the punchline. The thoughts are Please. The thoughts are not there. What can there. I say? You know, <laughs> I, I like being around, I, I like seeing beautiful women. Is you, that a problem? Okay, okay, let, let, me, let me give you guys my movie review for the week. Speaking of hot women, is this Rona Mitra from Doomsday? I yeah. went to see this Neil Marshall movie, Doomsday, with VJ, and it was six bucks. I gotta tell you, if you guys are fans of like the Resident Evil movies, you guys are gonna love this film. I think it's six bucks worth of like. And Marshall directed the Descent. Yeah, Neil Marshall did the Descent. He did Dog Soldiers, which I really like. Um, interviews with the. We interviewed him on the show, and uh, he's a very nice guy. I think he's a very smart guy. Is this a smart movie? It's fun. It's popcorn. It's exactly what you expect. It's like a virus. This is what it's about. A virus um, hits. In 2008, it hits Scotland. Scotland gets quarantined off from the rest of uh, England, and everything's fine and dandy. The infected populace dies off. Flash forward to the 19, uh, 2030s, 2040s, and the virus has come back in London. The politicians need Rona Mitra and um, a crack team of, of badasses to go into Scotland because they've discovered that people are living there still. They found a couple survivors. They get they go in looking for the cure that obviously they have because they're alive to bring it back to uh, help London in the midst of like another outbreak. Uh, it it goes from being a movie Scotland basically looks like Half Life Two, so it becomes that video game very quickly. And then uh, it goes from there to like a little bit of Mad Max Road Warrior stuff, and then it ends up in this Assassin's Creed medieval kind of storyline. So highly derivative it, but fun. It, oh, you guys, yeah, it's extremely derivative but fun. Um, there's not much to say other than the fact that I was laughing the entire time I was watching this movie just because it's exactly what you you think you're going to get. That's exactly what it is. The lady who enjoyed so it the comedy? most, I thought it was a comedy. <laughs> I thought this was is a feel good movie about a future virus that wipes wipes out England. Um, the lady behind me was in her forties by herself. This lady behind VJ and I was she in, in the whole time she was like, oh he's dead. <laughs> you know Because the implications In this movie Are like Hit over your head Type of stuff You know what I mean When you see like A pregnant stare I'm gonna kill you By the end of this film You know It, it yeah. faxes the shit out To you And uh Swings for the cheap seats And this lady Would, would vocalize All those things Like Serves you right <laughs> I liked her She was a very nice lady Did you get her name? I did not. Um, I did not. The, the menopausal crowd is, is, is beyond what I want. Uh, no, you are I, a I, just, I just figured that you know he should. Are you working on your so body? Have, are you working on your body? Are you doing okay with the ladies these days? 
Oh, he, well, he had phone sex on the way over here. He had phone here. sex on the way over here in I your car? Is that why you're late today? No, no not in the car. I'm home. kidding. But you don't have phone sex while driving. You have, like, conversations about what happened today while driving. You have phone sex lying down. In your car. Lying down? Were you sitting down in, like, a recliner? I was I was in a reclined position. Thing. Nice. Gilmore nice. humps his pillow. <laughs> like, like, put your pillow between your leg and grind it. Yeah. <laughs> you have, like, one of those you little know, You know, Gilmore, so. phone sex is not trying to actually fuck the phone. Oh. oh, that's Ooh, bad. That's Ooh. different. That's Ooh. not what I. I got well, an, what did you do? I have an uh, earpiece. Yeah. Um. So, guys, news. We got to talk about the biggest news. The greatest movie of 2008 is going to possibly get a sequel. That's right. There's going to be a Rambo five. Um. Supposedly, they're taking Rambo in a new genre, but that's the news that they're already romantic building comedy. stages. Romantic. Oh, could it be a romantic comedy? Oh. Rambo five. I could heard it be at least movie? one more. Yeah, that's what they're talking about. At least one more. Oh my god. Uh, Romantic comedy, I hadn't thought about that. What other genre could he move Rambo into? Slapstick comedy. Political thriller? I don't think it's smart enough. Um, Does it have Aaron Sorkin writing one? No, you want you uh, you interviewed this guy at Wizard World that, you, that you're going to put up on the website, um, Ray Park. Yeah. Have you seen this picture of Ray Park dressed as Snake, Snake Eyes? Snake Eyes? No, I haven't seen it yet. There, Fucking awesome. There's a picture of Ray I Park. Saw. i got to tell you guys, yes, um, Stephen Summers is doing G.I. Joe. Yes, the casting is very spot on. You're gonna get the GI Joe movie. The big complaint I had with Transformers was a lot, I, I thought Transformers was a little too long and weird and but whatever. But the Transformers <laughs> but the, robots look, the robots kicked ass. The trans in this GI Joe, the GI Joe guys look like GI Joe. Remember, like all those kids who did. Who, who, I think someone who, go, oh, it looks like the Black Power Ranger shirt. Like, no, no, Black it Power looks, Ranger like looks like Snake fucking eyes. Snake Eyes. He looks like fucking Snake Eyes. This picture is dope as hell. I like this picture a lot. Um, it looks like dude. It looks like fucking Snake Eyes. You're gonna like it. Um, a little shiny, but that look real yeah. because it's like it's modern day Kevlar. You know. Now remember, like the, what, remember the, the world, when they shiny. when they had the X Men pictures come out and you hated the X Men pictures, the 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 pictures that they did in, rele- in the release of the pre release yeah, yeah. of the first film yeah. and you hated it. I hope this isn't the opposite where you love yeah. the pictures and the movie sucks. Um, so you read Scott Pilgrim? No. Really? Oh shit, um, Ian. <laughs> Huge you're gonna love Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, right. you're gonna love this book, and everyone I know has the same sentiment. I don't quite know what's going on, but I love this book. All right, a guy who meets a girl and must immediately face his her seven ex boyfriends in combat, like a video That's game. Pretty fucking like cool. a boy. I mean, this is the movie that Edgar Wright's doing. This is the comic book that right. Oni Press puts out that Edgar Wright's. Mm. This is a this is an awesome this is an awesome comic. Okay. Uh, and it's put out in little trades like manga. Uh, there's four out so far, and now it looks like Michael Sarah is going to play Scott Pilgrim. Oh, that's awesome! That and and cool. I know that, like on the show, I've, I've been critical of Michael Sarah playing the same guy like in every movie, you know, and like how I would like to see him do different I stuff. Mean, there's a little nuance to it. But dude, Michael Sarah's Scott Michael Pilgrim Sarah's is spot start. on. You, you're borrowing my Scott Pilgrims. They're great. Did you finish the first two? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, because I need to loan them to this guy, Ian. I'll buy him. Yeah. I, I actually want to loan him out to my 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 actor, Brandon, who was going to come on Geekscape, because you know how you were talking about uh, how that hot chick loved Battlestar Galactic and it made you really hot? He was on a date last Friday. Um, he came, and he, he's the lead in, in Singledom, and he, he was like, dude, I was on a date the other night, and his big passion is video games. Like, when I called him to ask him to, to come audition, he uh, was playing Halo 3, 
And he goes out on this date with this girl, and I'll let him tell the story. But basically, she said, so what are your passions? So you'll let him tell the story, but you're going to tell the punchline. Uh, I'll tell you the very beginning. He, he says, she says, what are your passions? And he goes, and I'll honestly video games. And she goes, what's your favorite console? And he's like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> and he's like, uh, well, for this kind of game, I like this. And for this kind of game, I like that. How about you? And she goes, Dreamcast. And then they kiss. <laughs> the, the date goes on from there. You know, uh, the audience didn't see Gilmore's joke. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, they, they actually kiss. Um, really? Brandon is the man, and and I and I love the guy, and uh, and it was awesome. But but he had never read Scott Pilgrim, and we kept using Scott Pilgrim as reference. Like my DP and I kept saying, like, because what it does, we're using Scott Pilgrim's great. Why Edgar Wright's so good at it, good for it, is because it externalizes. Uh, in like video game, comic book, and movie terms, what his internal feelings are. You know what I mean? I and, actually don't because I haven't read it. But well, it well, well cool. you know what I'm saying. Like, like pushing daisies externalizes feelings and gives you those flourishes in yeah. like a big, vibrant visual representation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does the same things, but in like geek language. Scott Pilgrim kicks ass, and we kept saying like on set, like like like, well, what would be more Scott Pilgrim? What would be more Scott Pilgrim? And the whole time he's like. What do you guys want me to do? I've never read Scott Pilgrim, and I'm like, we need to fucking, we need to, we need to remedy that immediately. If you threw Clerks, Michael Sarah, it's if awesome. You, if you threw like a uh, Kevin Smith and like Scrubs into a pot and mixed it up, and then made it a little more like cartoony, that's what Scott. Pilgrim oh, if you made it better than both of them, right? You'd get Scott Pilgrim. You're gonna love Scott Pilgrim. Um, they got four out, and Michael okay. Sarah is, is Scott Pilgrim. I am there. That's spot. That really is spot on. Oh, it's it's awesome! I'm um, actually really excited. We were talking about Battlestar Galactica. Um, it looks like the uh, idea of a Caprica movie is going well, to actually I, happen. No, it's, it's a pilot. It's always been a pilot. So the, the deal is that they were developing Caprica, which was going to be um, fifty years prior. Fifty years, kind of a kind of like more of like a political thing mm-hmm. on Caprica with two families. One of them is going to be the Adamas, but Bill Adama would just be a kid on it. Okay, and. Um, they weren't going forward because of the writer's strike. Could he be the kid from Razor? Yeah, maybe. No, no. no it's going to be Bill Adama. Even younger. It's before oh. Razor. Okay, okay. So it's like he's a kid. So it's like... Younger, like, younger. Like the Cylons are either getting developed or they're around okay. and functional. It's like the little Boba Fett guy age. Yeah, probably Young something Boba like that. Young Boba Fett. Yeah. We um, saw Wizard World. Oof. His girlfriend was fucking... His girlfriend was hot? Ugh. Okay. Jesus. So. So, but the thing is, they dusted off the script because of the writer's strike, and they decided to go ahead with, and and shoot it. Uh, so. Yeah, because I remember when the writer's strike was still going on, they said, "Well, we have this script, we can't work on it. Maybe we can put it into production for all those people who are still waiting for Battlestar Galactica." Yeah, that's cool. And, and now, not only will they shoot the Less pilot, they might actually make the series. They might actually make well, a Caprica that, series. That's what pilots about. I know, but but but, but during the writer strike, they talked about just making the thing as right. like a like a like a standalone movie. It's still they're making the pilot. But yeah. it's, it's a two hour pilot. So I'm into it. Yeah, as you said, two more weeks and we get we get the fourth season. Exactly. And bottom line is, is that when it ends, we're we're going to want to see something from that world again. Oh, and it's going to be a very different animal. To and the fact that Razor made season two and three better. Yeah, Razor was so fucking cool. Yeah. Did you see, thanks, that was thanks, fucking thanks. awesome. Thanks remember, for that. I remember. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I gave it to you. You had it. You gave it to me. Oh. Hey, oh. How'd you like Superbad? I loved Superbad. You liked that Superbad? Michael Sarah was hysterical. You know what? Uh, VJ already had 
bench warmers. <laughs> we're talking about oh, the gifts that I gave out for Christmas. Yeah. Uh, oh, dude, the entire time we were at the movie on Friday, VG was like, my screen looks better. This is, I mean, I've got 1080i. I mean, VJ has gone to, like, the tech crowd. And, like, he's gone crazy. No, he, he hates everything that's not, yeah. like, he's like, well, fuck that, dude. I'm just going to get a PS3 and yeah. the one game I enjoy playing. Um, we were talking about Supernatural earlier. Yeah. Jared Padalecki, the main character from that, yeah. the main actor, he's supposedly going to be the lead in the new Friday 13th movie that Platinum oh, Dunes I, I, is I putting out. Platinum Dunes, you know, I, Michael I, Bay, I knew that, but I didn't know they're doing a Friday Thirteenth. He's supposedly like the first non-Jason guy who is investigating the Camp Crystal Lake oh. going ons. Okay. I, the, the whole thing leaves a bad taste in my mouth. The whole remaking like of this Scott. stuff. No, 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 wow. no. I would not be a repeat offender if I did not like the taste. That makes sense. Plus, I provide lollipops. Afterwards. Lollipops afterwards. Enduring. Um, so <laughs> and I hear you like the taste when he smells. Guys, I'm just playing along. We're not gay, please. We're just friends. For now. This is me off camera going. <laughs> I can't believe you do that. You don't want me to talk about the girls that you see that you see that you're seeing your personal life. Gilmore, why else do I have you around and talk about your personal life? I've been in a relationship so long. I don't even remember what that's like. I need this. I need this. I need to listen to your phone sex and your Krav Maga champions. I'm not taping phone sex for you, John. But by the way, this was a chick you met on MySpace. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. A chick you met on MySpace? Yeah. And now you're already pumping the dump to the phone? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's really impressive. It was less than a week. Call you later. (laughs) How old is this chick? What's the difference? You've never seen her in real life? No, just pictures. Oh, dude, she's going to be a fucking secret fatty. No, some good pictures. She's gonna be a secret good fatty. Pictures. Secret fatties is well, a term. Coming in 09. Coming in 09 hey. Secret fatties. Compliments of this man right here, Gilmore. Have you ever been burned on a date? Liked the pictures, but found a different fate. Secret fatties in 09 That's what you got right there. I actually already bought secretfatty.com. Yeah, secret Gilmore fatties. bought secretfatties.com. Have you ever been on a date where you see the pictures and stuff like that, but no. you show up and it's like. No. Whoa! That's what you got to do a drive-by. Guys who are going to do a first date, this is what you do: meet in a, like a restaurant and do a drive-by first. Tell them to wait for you outside. And I'm running a little bit late. What are you wearing? They're waiting outside. Guess what? You have tire problems. That's Can't pretty make fucked it. up, man. But you got to do it, or else you get hit with a secret fatty. That, dude, that's fucked up. Why is it fucked up? You want to you want to you want to spend money and sit through. A so two hour day so Across from somebody They so have you, no so idea have someone like, You had tire problems I, I ended up Splitting the bill With my secret fatties You split the bill With the secret fatties Yeah but the bill Was a lot bigger Than it would have been With a normal oh, sized girl Oh my Dude, Come on What and he, What And he fucked them after Did you Did you Did you no. make out With secret fatty No Okay So secret fatties Are out there Gilmore is the guy here Who's gonna give you a site All about secret fatties And where you can go To find other people Who have been burned By secret fatties near you I think it's a great idea It's a support group it's a support group. And then eventually, I, I, and actually, yeah. I have to say, this girl that I met who seemed really interesting, we were you, just chatting online, and you may actually, end up on Secret Fatties talking about this girl. Know, she actually said, well, "Call me. I want to make sure you're not a 300 pound woman." Ooh. And that was her line to me. Oh, that's hot. Yeah, that's cool. Surprise! She, she's like guy funny. Then she's guy she's funny. Cool. Yeah. You should have been like, "Oh, feels great. Feels <laughs> great." 
Anyway, you know, <laughs> and she's on the other side of the country, so right. nothing's going to come of it. Right. Pardon the pun. Yeah, but, but it's worth a tug. Oh it's worth it's worth like the, the the hotness of the tug. Yeah, it's hot. It was cool. If you uh, want, have you watched the YouTube clips of the previous times you've been on the show? No. Like, oh yeah, guy who cuts up highlights. Our listener, our listener, you Matthew have so Kelly. Many puns. Oh, you are pun you master are, flash. Our, yeah, our our guy, our listener, Matt Kelly, takes every episode, cuts it up, and puts it on YouTube. Um, well, we love you, Matt. Thank I, you so much. I, I did not know. But so, well, how, well, how are we doing on time, Gills? Uh, we have twenty-two left. Oh, we're we're rocking. We're, we're amazing. Um, so so we, we might even talk we've about talked comics. a lot of shit. We got to talk comics. There's not a whole lot to talk about on video games right now, so let's just talk a bun- bunch of comics. You told me that this Wolverine Origins kicked ass. I went out and bought my books today. I read it. Wolverine versus Deadpool has basically been the first three issue issues of this four. Uh, this four or so st- um, this, issue yeah, yeah the last couple issues uh, It's been three issues of just Wolverine versus Deadpool Just fucking slicing and dicing you know and killing I, each other I never really liked Deadpool This I is saw the best like, Deadpool story like I've ever read There's not a lot of story yeah, It's just it's them fine. fighting yeah, It's awesome It's just them fighting <laughs> Yeah it's awesome this what the fuck la- do you want? <laughs> you know what's great about it is it's Garth and it's Daniel Way writing. Daniel Way, yeah. But it, it's it's Steve Dillon's artwork, dude. The dude from who wrote the who, who drew the most fucked up shit in Preacher is drawing this. And in this oh. past issue, uh, it starts with. Wait, no, you got to start with how the last issue ended. Okay, go for it. So Deadpool's just like he's. You know, and Deadpool funny. regenerates, but he doesn't regenerate as fast as Wolverine does. No, actually, Deadpool's usually quicker. They flip flop on that shit. But but the problem with Deadpool is he has multiple personalities. Yeah, he's he's completely crazy. crazy. He's out of his fucking mind, and you don't even know. He took a job to supposedly kill Wolverine. You don't even know what the deal is. Some mysterious person hired him. It's something's been developing in the book for a while, which is kind of like whatever. The book I thought had lost its way for a bit, but. This story starts off, and Deadpool's just like setting Wolverine, and he's blowing him up left and right. He's he keeps bringing him into traps to get hit by. They're in San Francisco, get hit by trolleys. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's crazy. You get dragged by a cable. Yeah, you know, it's and, fun. And, and and the end of last issue, it just ends with like and Deadpool's cracking jokes left and right. Wolverine's getting mad, but on the last page, Wolverine's gone complete berserker rage. His brain's gone. He's, <laughs> he literally sees red. He's coming, and Deadpool's like, uh oh. That's how the last issue ends. And this one opens up, and Wolverine's slicing. But and, and Deadpool barely is, misses. He he's barely misses Deadpool. Deadpool pulls back, reaches for a gun to pull the trigger. And he has no fingers. <laughs> he realizes he's that. Like, oh, that's not good. Wolverine's taken off every one of his uh, trigger fingers. So he's got a pinky and a thumb, and he starts calling himself Flipper Hands. Yeah. And, no, but the best thing is, and you see, so Deadpool with the multiple personalities in his head, he's talking to himself. He's talking, to, like, he's talking to his diary. He's saying, "Dear diary, today I got hired to kill Wolverine." And his and, diary is saying, "Wait a back. minute, yeah." His diary is talking back. Yeah, and it's going like, "Oh, what? You realize that? Yeah, you want him really mad and insane, but he's actually smart and insane. Yeah, and now you're screwed." And so the entire time, well. Uh, He's he's got the checklist of things that he was hired to do, and he's trying to get to number four, which is get Wolverine to a certain place, you know, for extraction, for capture, for whatever. You don't know. Get Wolverine to this certain place. The entire time he's trying to survive to get Wolverine to this place, and waiting for his fingers to regenerate so he can shoot again. So yeah, so he can do what he does best. Yeah. Um, he's using bazookas. It's really funny. Yeah, it's a, it, it's a, it's great. Um, Steve Dillon's artwork. The way he's pacing out this action Dude, sequence is awesome. The last fucking page. Last page, I went on my wall. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's. They're slicing. Wolverine stabs him. Stabs him again. He's Deadpool's got a heart. knife into him, and, and it and shoots and him De- in the face. Yeah, shoots him actually under the chin, and you see the blood 
plop out of Wolverine's ears, his eyes, his, his uh, nose. Yeah. As they're both just standing there, like temporarily dead. They're leaning up. <laughs> they're leaning up yeah. against each other. Yeah, it's just fucking. I mean, it's a fucking bloodbath. There's, it's fucking awesome. There's another splash page from this week's books that I would like to uh, buy. Did you read Amazing Spider-Man? I didn't read Amazing yet. Okay. It's actually my next book. When you read Amazing Spider-Man... Uh, well, actually, we haven't talked about Amazing Spider-Man. Okay. Man. It's almost hard to keep up there. I, I will tell you, Gilmore, it, I, I I was pretty hard on Brand New Day. I, I, was, I, I was hard on the idea of it. Yeah. I, was hard, I was hard all about it. But how much are you enjoying this Brand New Amazing Spider-Man? Uh, how he, much do you love no, it? No, no. Here's the deal. I'm still completely disgusted by Brand New Day. I, I no, hear me out. Please. He he needs to say this. Every issue I read, I love it. They're so well written, but I'm still in this place where I'm like, it just feels wrong. But you love it. But I love it. I'm totally enjoying it because the they they got a team of writers. Like when you find out that this chick on the other side of the country is a secret fatty. Or like having sex with an ex. You're gonna enjoy it, but it feels wrong. Bottom line is that they're really well written, it's really enjoyable, but it just feels wrong what they did, And, and I can't forget it. I mean, it's hard to this idea that look. Uh, thank you. Who heard I mean, you? And, and the editors are like talking down to us. We're like, oh, just go with it. You know. I mean, have you notice that when you read that thing, they're like, oh yeah, you know, you guys are gonna quibble, and we want to hear you quibble because we love you. Oh, aren't you cute? You know, fuck you. Whoa. Wow. Seriously, you didn't feel that way when you read that? Um, I don't think I spent that much emotional time. In it, I just said, you know what? Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot you don't really have much emotional capacity. Yeah, I was just no, saying, it's, it's, it's a funny I did, book, but in the opposite direction. What did I, you say? You I like being brand, talked down I to. Love, no, 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 no. See, Gilmore, I you feel love like this. Brand new, you're used to it. And I feel you like are used to day, the fatties of the world. I feel like did, did, brand did, did, new you get, day. did you get a little bit hard when they talked down to you? What? In those letters pages? I'm, I'm, I'm you read the letter pages? How many of you guys read the letter pages? I read the letter pages. Oh, do you really? Yeah. But um, no, but Brand New Day, I feel like, is with like all the, the shit that Spider Man's been going through for like the last little while, this continuity heavy, mm-hmm. like fucking crossover shit. It's like really, like, I feel like all these stories that Brand New Day I is mean, going it does, is New all Avengers these stories doesn't that even make have... sense with, I mean, what, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I mean, well, forget, well, forget well, even getting the book itself, but I mean, Spider Man in it, and suddenly it's like, I mean, they actually said Civil War happened, he revealed his identity in it, but no one remembers what it is. And well, I mean the whole fucking thing with with me. But I, but guys, I feel like these guys, are guys, bare bones, guys. like a kind of nice uh, Spider-Man stories that have been kept. You know that writers have had under their belts for a while. They're like, I want to write this. How is the Too much continuity shit. Right. And, so so let's just start over. You know, I've got an idea. Why don't you just call it Ultimate Spider-Man? Oh wait. <laughs> that's a, that's already going down they, they, the same path of too much shit going on. Know, I think Spider-Man well, is but, at his best but, but, but when it's business as usual. But here's the thing. I mean, okay. Yeah, okay. That, look. Spider-Man's been around for 45 fucking years. Right. I'm sorry there's going to be a little bit of continuity. Is that really such a bad thing? To be honest with you, please, a lot of the continuity is still there with the new book. Yeah, but it is. It, but, but the problem is, it's confusing about what counts and what doesn't. Harry's walking around. It's whatever's convenient. Please, please. In this new issue, in this new issue, they do mention the Avengers. Well, in, as an aside. Still. Right, right. And they he mentions it, and then the, the new one, when they've got a... Wolverine's uh, in the next issue. In, Wolverine's in the next story arc that um, you know they're doing. So I, whatever, I, I'm enjoying the book. Yeah, it's I like fine. it a lot. It's, it, look, it's well written. 
I have to say it's Dingle Slot, slot is kicked ass. And they're nice. They're good stories. Like they're good stories. It's like it's fun. And Spider Man is Spider Man is fun again, and that's what I like about it. Spider Man is fun again. It's not like all this stuff is going on, and like you really, it's like oh shit, he's back in black or whatever, and like Aunt May's about to die, and like I feel like all I feel like Straczynski kind of was going through emotions for a while. Guys, please. Excuse me. You know, talk about a disservice to Straczynski. They get rid of every single thing he did. Yeah. With no explanation. Yeah, but at the same time, like. No, everything. I know, but 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 remember, you don't remember what no, nobody complained when Whedon redid whatever Morrison did in the X books. Well, that, that's actually. A, I'm really glad you said that because one of the things that they brought up recently is every time they do something radical, then someone else comes in right. and resets it. And while you're saying that in regard to getting rid of Straczynski. I kind of feel like, you know, and then in a year or two, someone's going to get rid of all this. Right. Because it, it, yeah, the stories are really good, but it is so radically different. It's so radically different direction. Look, chapter one that John Byrne did, everyone, it was supposed to be this new radical, you know, Spider-Man, right. to the origin, and everyone said, you know what, we didn't like it, never mind. So they've done this before. Yeah. Well, welcome to reading comics. Uh, I'm just going to stop reading Yeah, but, but so. in particular, they've done this several times with Spider-Man, and it just bothers me. I mean... You know, Straczynski actually went out doing this great testament to the relationship that was Spider-Man and Mary Jane, and it was really well written, and then to just completely flip that on its head. And to be honest with you, here's part of my problem with it. If they did it, and it was a clean break, and that was it, fine. But they're actually still playing around with it. You know, the whole jackpot thing, is it Mary Jane? What really happened? What did Mary Jane ask Mephisto for? The bottom line is that we're left in a place where they're making us still think about it. It, Right. So I can't even, it's not even a clean break. I don't get to forget about it. But I'm I don't get to just accept the new. I'm focusing on the good no, stories. No, excuse me, were your parents divorced? Were your parents divorced? They were, but that's not the point. <laughs> did, did, it, did, it, did it wreck your childhood? Wait, no, Ian's not done. No, keep going. Okay. It was really, Ian, keep going. That was okay. my, early my childhood. Um, no, the, the point is that, you know, you're going to do this, you're going to go there with it. I can accept it, let me forget about it. But I don't get to forget about it. They're making me wallow in it. <laughs> okay. Yes. Seriously, who, who? Please, we, we gotta. When this guy's on a rant, that's what my listeners want to hear. All then right. Why the fuck are you interrupting you fucking cop? Exactly. Because he was about to, no, and I told uh, him to stop. No, I'm just doing this. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm you. saying, uh, are, don't you feel like you're wallowing in it with the stupid jackpot thing? And I mean, yeah. We're wondering what the deal is with Mary Jane. It's not you know, worth getting upset about. Look. You started the conversation. What can I say? But you know, I'm sorry. I have some you, Okay. Do you know how many fucking years I've been reading Spider-Man? What do you literally longer than Gilmore's life? What do you think about this Hulk? You got the Red Hulk. You got you got Rick Jones. I'm curious, but you know I'm a Jeff Loeb fan, but I'm like, where the fuck is this going? Right. I mean, I I gotta be honest. I'm shocked they're doing this before a Hulk movie comes out. Because it's totally flipping over the Hulk. Yeah. For new. I was kind of interesting that that Rick is an abomination now, but I really need to see where the fuck this is coming from. Mm -hmm. Now. How, are you reading anything that's not superhero? That my I read a lot of things that aren't superhero. Like what? What is some stuff? Did you read the sword? Like did you read Girls by the Little I Brothers? I didn't read the Little Brothers. Oh, okay, I, I just let I just let somebody borrow all my my girls. Other than, after that, I'm going to let you borrow it when they bring okay. it back. But the but Brothers, dude, like are you reading Sword? I am reading. The Sword is fucking kick ass. We talked about on the show this girl who's paraplegic finding a sword. She can walk again, but it costs her, it costs her 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 family because yeah. these guys come looking for the sword and kill everybody. Right. This fucking Umbrella series Academy? is incredible. I read all. Of, I already finished Umbrella Academy. That was really good. Really good, like surprisingly good. I think a lot of people approached it wanting to hate it because of you know. But, but it was fucking awesome. Yeah. I mean, from free comic book day, I mean that it was great. 
No, uh, everybody wanted and to hate N-League? it because of Gerard Way. That was, I mean, what, what was the last the one? N-League? I'm liking that. The N-League is yeah. great. Is there a second book out? Yeah. Oh, I gotta go get that. Yeah. When did it come out? Because I, 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 okay, fuck. I'm, I got the first one. I'll go to a comic book store and I'll find the second one. Because the N-League, we talked about it on the show. And, yeah. dude, the first half of the first N-League book, when he's talking about what he did to the world and how he blames himself for the post-apocalyptic, that is some fucking awesome writing by our man Matt Fraction. Yeah. Um, who I saw at Wizard World with um, Will, Wheaton. Will Wheaton wearing my One Up sweatshirt. You know that Will's One Up short sweatshirt I have. Yeah, yeah. And we'll yeah. Have an I was like, wow. Well, that's kind of cool. It's cool. I, 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 I'm a Matt Fraction fan. I mean, obviously Iron Fist. Um, I do not I, I, I know what's going on. What is that? That's a that's an image book he does that is really way out there. What is it? It's like this pseudo reality, like. It's a, it's a spy book, but they deal with alternate realities in it. And it's like sci-fi. It's just weird. I don't want. I do not shit. want. I do not want to read that. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, I, I bought it after your know, fraction. You know, mm-hmm. it's like you know, I'm really liking this stuff. And I mean, it's been doing the order, which I hear is getting canceled. I like. Uh, it's got two more issues. I just picked up number nine. I like it. No, I think the next issue. I, think I really like it. Ten. Th- yeah, ten, it's got one more issue yeah. afterwards. Ten. Uh, I just read eight. I love it. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I, think, I yeah. thought it was good, but you know what? How how are you going to get readers for these? Well, you know, eight thousand initiative books. Yeah, it's not it's not fun. But, but it's not I, funny. I'm psyched for Secret Invasion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I mean, what I like about it is we know that they're definitely going to tell us how. I'm waiting for the explanations. You know, how long has Black Bolt been a scroll? Right. I think you know. I mean, you know, when the Hulk trashed him, I mean, to me that was like, all right, was that really Black Bolt? You know. Right. No. I mean, he could took him no, down that, way that too easy. No, that was a fucking scroll. Yeah, way too fucking easy. Well, that was kind of the cool part, though. It's like he's that mad. Which well, that was the idea angry. then, right. but I kind of, but still, you right. know, it was it's kind of cool to know that afterwards. Yeah, you know? and I, I do agree. This whole, and I did not like the the planet Hulk, this World War Hulk. I did, I thought that was a lame duck. I felt like it didn't really go anywhere. Right, exactly. Yeah. You know, I was really excited for it going in. Yeah, um, everyone was. I mean, the Sentry fight was cool, mm-hmm. but it just, you know, like. Honestly, all that time just building up to the century, like, just get it fucking over with. Exactly. Yeah, it it had pacing problems because you have him fight all these superheroes. You see the Hulk laying, uh, like, standing amongst the bodies of superheroes. And then here's the cliffhanger at the end of the issue Thunderbolt Ross with a gun going, It's time for the army to take a swing at this. It's like, motherfucker, he just laid waste to, like, the Fantastic Four. I said that in Iron Man. Doctor Strange. Thunderbolt Ross. We had this this exact same conversation. Old man, get in your helicopter and get as far away from this dude as you can. He's holding two guns. Oh, he's got two guns. Hey. (laughs) It's not Hogan's Alley. It's the Hulk. He will kill you. By the way, I said that on an episode. Did you say that? Exactly. Um, so, uh, we will find out. We'll find out on YouTube. Whatever. Um, well, how, 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 are we, how are we doing? I read a lot of non superior We have six minutes? Do you have any video games? No. The, the, oh, only, the only video exactly. game I wanted to talk exactly. about was... No, exactly. I wanted to talk Wait, about this new Guitar Hero on the DS. You need to read? Black Summer. Oh, is, I, I already that, bought that like six months ago. That, that's Dude, the, that's that, the Warren, Warren Ellis book? Fucking awesome. Yeah. How's, how's it going? I dropped off because of Dude. the, avi- because so of the art. I dropped off because of the this art. This is one of those avi- the the Avatar the art, books? Yeah. They all look like downies. Yeah, I was Dude, just gonna, Avatar, they look like downies Dude. with... with a- Avatar hires Down- the uh, artist equivalent Down- of like getting I, your I, clothes I, from I, a third world. Honestly, because I've always been a Warren Ellis fan, I really hadn't given these Avatar books a shot, and I started with Black Summer. And I end up, Doctor Sleep was a little bit funky out there, but I don't like it. I, well, you know what? Please, please. I went back and you know, Gravel please. One came out. And I bought up all those Gravel books. So I'm going to read them. I, I need to sit down and read them. But Black Summer's great. Isn't what it? is this? Black Summer's fucking awesome. Gilmore talked about it on the show, but I don't trust him. 
It's awesome. What is it about? It's kind of like a super soldiery thing that, you know, the, the, the big seven, because, you know, seven is the most important number and it's mm-hmm. been, you know, archetypal forever. But um, they're basically, they're the guns. They're all cybernetically Each enhanced. of them is a super soldier. Yeah. They're okay. cybernetically enhanced, but they broke up a while ago. One of them kind of coming off, you know, the recent war and all that. It's like seemingly set in the real world. And one of them who's like so powerful in the Zero just decides, this is fucking bullshit. The president's done wrong, so kills the president. Kills Bush. And the other six have to go after him. Well, then the other six are actually rogue because the military comes after them. Oh. And it was a whole, it's just a fucking bloodbath. And it's How many issues awesome. have it gone into? Um, issue five came out. It's going to go to, I think, issue seven, and there's a zero. Okay, so the, once those all eight are out. No, I'm sure they'll be a trade. Yeah, that's what I'm getting. It's fucking cool. Oh, that sounds good. No, and it's Ellis. I mean, Ellis is always. What, what I wanted to talk about on video games was you haven't seen the DS uh, Guitar, Guitar Hero. Hero no. You st- do you know how the DS has a Game Boy Advance slot I find it hard for to old Game Boy Advance? Ever. Yeah, you know those Game Boy Advance uh, slots. You know the DS has one for the DS cards, and it has another slot for older Game Boy Advance games. You plug into the Game Boy Advance slot, so you hold it like this, and you strum it like this, and the finger keys are like this. Can you describe that at all? Um, uh, I have a DS, but I don't have it with me. If, yeah, if you open it up, um, you use... It comes with a... Uh, stylus? A, no, not a stylus. It comes with a pick from a guitar. Oh, that's and you amazing. strum it on the, the, so you strum on the, on the touch screen. Yeah, on the touch screen. And then there's, there's an extension that comes out that you hold with your left hand. You put your right. hand through a little grip, that's and it's crazy. got four things. i got to tell you, they released a commercial. How does it look? Looks like homosexuality incarnate. This fucking thing looks so gay. You've got these little kids with a Diaz going like this. Yeah, they're playing this thing, strumming it. If I saw anybody, I don't care if you're eight years old, I will beat your ass. That, that is the, that is the dude. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like you got some right. kids sitting there like rocking out with a. You look like a tool, man. You, 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 like, like you just have to like give him a wedgie or something. Wait, so oh, do dude, you, do that, you want do you to push him into traffic? Or does that's I, the bully. I wouldn't do that outside of the comfort of my own home. I'd be no, so no. embarrassed. I would be so humiliated but playing for those this. Who want to I watch it. you and I watch people playing Guitar Hero, and you guys look like a bunch of fucking morons. You're sitting there going, eh, like getting all fucking into it and shit and grooving, and I'm like, how do you get Poontang at all? You look like the biggest loser. <laughs> you know that Guitar Hero shit? Yeah, I never touched it. You but go to and, fucking and, parties, and, 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 and people are like, actually, women like it. Oh. I, um, I've actually gotten some while after a Guitar Hero night. I will jab the guitar up your ass. And it was really a woman. It's retarded. How do they keep from putting the guitar up your ass? That is the gayest looking thing. Wait, you you never said they did. Okay, you're right. The the, the guitar... We're not really talking about Gilmore's sex life. This... Yeah, welcome to homophobes game. Okay, guys. If we are talking about the career... If we are talking about the career of, of Great White as a metaphor for the Guitar Hero series, this Guitar Hero on tour for the Diaz... Is the night Great White lit all those people on fire in Rhode Island? That is what this game is. It is the death knell for the end of this freaking Guitar Hero crap. Cause it's lame, dude. It looks stupid. But the, but the Guitar Hero in general though is great. It's it because it gets, that's what people said about Great White. It's a constantly <laughs> okay. It's a constantly renewable game. You can always get new songs on Xbox Whoa. Live. So it it's always like a new game. Great White still making music. <laughs> And one of their guys died. Nice. Okay? It's so a solid game. We, we need to put an end to this. You might as well come back next week, Ian, so we can continue this. Uh, guys, thank you so much for watching. Um, thank you, Ian, for being here. There's three minutes left? Uh, there's three minutes left? Yeah. you got to keep me up to date, because you're looking. you keep checking it. Like We're looking at seconds here. 
Oh, I keep checking the audio because it's all over the place. After I after I talk about after I compare a video game to Great White's Bloodbath, like, there's right. nothing left. What what else are we gonna talk about? What else do you got? We don't get nothing. Yeah. We, we, got got stuff. We, talk, we talked about Ian's phone sex. We talked about comics. We talked about... What, what, we, we can't keep talking about, about comics? Why do you always got to cut the comics short? You got to come back. We got to leave them wanting more. I mean, I'll come back, but I'm just... You got to always come back. But it, there's Ian, more comics. You were the closest there's more to TV. official I could have kept talking about the Paley Fest. You just keep wanting to fucking cut me short. Ian, you have... I could keep talking about Spider-Man, motherfucker. Ian, 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 you have another week of Paley Fest. Maybe you should come back next week and do the show again. I'm only... I could do that. Have we ever had that in the history of Geekscape? I don't think to so. get like a guest two weeks in a row. No, no, no. And then we can start now, running. Now some I of have to say, the interviews. things I'm going to go to the Paley are not really genre related. I'm going to Dirty, Sexy, Money, and Mad Men. That's fine. And then we can see but, if uh, I mean, great shows. Then face we can see how to talk to me like that other. Yeah. Chick. Then we can see how you do with your uh, with your gay goth night said. tonight. Right. Um, but that you're gonna have to wait for next week, guys. Um, we'll also have some Wizard World coverage. Um, some of the interviews that we were we had. Um, cliffhanger. It's a cliffhanger, guys. We're gonna have to leave you with that cliffhanger. Check us out on MySpace, MySpace.com/slash/geekscape.net. Look for us on Facebook. Just look for Geekscape. You'll find us. You'll be our fan and our friend. Um, of course, we've got those YouTube videos. Search for Geekscape on YouTube. Uh, Geekscape.net. You can join the forums. Hang out with us. I have no idea why the site isn't up. I'll, I we're on like a checklist, and the checklist is almost done. All we need is the about us section. Oh yeah, we gotta get working on that, don't I? Yeah, that's okay. That's blame Singledom and me for the about us section. Can I tell you guys the best? This is the best prop to come out of Singledom. Check this out. Here, please. Check this out. This is a Green Lantern cookie jar. It's a piggy bank. It's a piggy bank that we made into a cookie jar as a prop for Singledom that my art director made. How fucking dope is that paint job? That's right. Little spoiler warning. I'm just. I, I'm kind of proud of you. Said, "Oh, look at the cookie jar." I said, "Isn't that a piggy bank?" He gets a. Uh, <laughs> he gets a wedding. There's a wedding ring in the in the cookie jar. You're gonna have to watch Singledom to find out why that is in the cookie jar. Okay, red twenty. Have you explained okay. what Singledom is? It's my Fox deal. Well, we will see you guys know? next week. They know. They, know. they know some of it, but they, they won't know all of it until they see it. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs>